0: Let's go! What's happening, folks? Bob Dog, Nipple Whiskers Podcast. Man, checking in with you once again. What is going on? What's going on? Oh, man, the legend continues. Here we go. So, instead of wasting anybody's time, because I ain't got time to waste, and I sure as hell ain't trying to waste yours, I've been submerged in NFTs, man. Completely submerged in NFTs outside of my work life. You know what I mean? Because it's family first, and I definitely be working and spending time with the kids. That's why I got to jump on here and do my thing. Later at night, when um, the baby's already showered and kind of laid down, and I get to wake up early in the morning. I might even wake up at 2 a.m. to work to play this game where I can possibly win and get onto an NFT, but I got to play different rounds and it's all in like some crazy European times. So they ain't, they ain't awake at 2 a.m., but I got to wake up at 2 a.m. to get it. I kind of want it. I'll do some research before I go to sleep and see if it's worth even staying up for, how much the thing is worth, basically. If it's a $600 NFT, psh, I might. Why not? Play a game for it? Um I definitely just finished up, wrapped up a game messing with the Lockdown Lemmings, you know what I mean? I was over there messing with them playing on a I don't know what the game was called. It was some Scribble Scrabble game where basically you started drawing a picture, everybody's using a mouse, so it just looks like chicken scratch and everybody's just trying to like name what it is. Kind of got the gist of it. Um it was fun, you know what I mean? I I didn't win, so I'm definitely have that little Ooh. 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 I was winning like the whole time. Somebody came back right at the end and here's the thing. He remained unanimous. So we don't even know who he was. He was like user something, something, something. It was like, Oh man, come on, man. This is some spooky. With that being said, man, I love that lockdown lemons community. If y'all get a chance and are just really interested in art, I can't tell you that the project's going to boom because I mean, I have nothing bad to say about it because the art is beautiful they're definitely coming out with the Halloween edition and um, everything about it. I love everything about the project. Nothing. The only thing that you know isn't improving about the project is the value, and that's in the eye of the buyers. Um, you know what I mean. The art is there, so I. I that's why I'm doing the research. I'm trying to realize what the more popular ones have and what they don't. This is what I can tell you. Um the the greatest NFT game like. The, the the big players right now, especially like the Board 8 Yacht Club, if anybody, if you're going to hear about one, it's probably going to be that one. People be like, yo, man, they're blowing like 200K on this. They're blowing like 100K. It's crazy because the art is, is cool. I do like them. The arts look dope. If I had one, I would support it. I definitely wish I had one. Maybe one day I will. But today I am broke and that ain't even a dream of mine. I'll be honest. But I do enjoy NFTs and spend enough time in the game. I'm sure you get in there. But here's the crazy part: the value isn't even in the art, like it is, but it isn't. What's that mean? Once you have it, you can go into their Discord. So Discord is like AOL chat rooms. I'm sure I said this in the last one, but it's like an AOL chat room that is about ideas instead of age. So instead of being like 18 to, you know, 24, or I think when I was for the younger ones, it was probably like you know, 15 to 17 or whatever, however they broke up the ages. I don't remember, but I was on AOL, but I don't That was a long, long time ago. So basically it's just Discord and the Board Eight Yacht Club is built around the community. You can probably make it into maybe a general Discord, but if you make it into the members, you have to be verified. In order to verify it, it's got to actually go into your wallet and see that you have this NFT, and it verifies it. And now you can go into the verified chat. The value in that art is the community behind it. And that's the crazy part. When you get that token, and you, you know what I mean? Now you have it. That's your pass into this club. You get into the club, that's a big dog club. That's exactly what it is. It's a super flex on Instagram and, you know, social media. When they see it, they know what it is. Or when we're in Discord, if we see you have that and it's legit, we know you're big in the game. You're in that 100K type range. You know what I mean? You're you balling, and that's, that's just what it is. The community, it's whatever secrets lie there beyond my intelligence. I haven't even done the research to tell you. I'm sure that they're just speaking about the next projects, the direction that things are going, and it's just some of the, you know what I mean, just knowledge and intelligence. They seem to flock together, and with that money, that people are going to be in there. I'm sure there's a lot of bamboozling and the community. I'm not really sure how they do it. I would love to see the structure and understand because it is the recipe for success right now, and it's an amazing thing. Um, board at Yacht Club, man, I got to give you all a shout-out. I haven't done my research to really say too much. I just realized where the value was in that because that's what I was trying to understand was what exactly it was about, and that was beautiful. So with that being said, you know what I mean? Just give it sh- shout out, shout out. I love uh love, uh, you know, all the art and all these new artists coming out and it's so hard for me to pick projects. So if I am to speak on projects, it's just complete bias, and it's just because I own them already and that's where my knowledge goes. I'm definitely looking into new projects, mostly minting now. Now that I'm familiar with it, I've done a minting now myself so I can actually speak on that and I have experience with it. Um, I'm going to be minting again with the Lemmings here shortly for their Halloween Hol- um, event coming up. And I'll be minting into their Halloween edition. A couple of my little dudes in there. Another thing I just spent an hour and a half on yesterday, which was pretty dope, was I was playing. I was uh, listening to a, what's it called? Tweet space or something. No, Twitter space. I call it Twitter space. And right there, basically like a, they're just talking, it's like a podcast, but just live and everybody tunes in and speaks over the, you know, over my phone, it was what it was on. So I just listening to it as I was walking around from the creators. So they're over in there in create Korea, most of them speaking a different language, but we had translators and there was a couple English speaking individuals on there. And it was very interesting just hearing their point of view and just where they plan to go in with the projects and just answering questions that were submitted via their Discord. So you're able to jump on their Discord and submit questions or Twitter. You could probably jump on there also and submit questions. Um, definitely, you know, it was, it was awesome. I love just to hear just different even languages. I enjoy hearing it. I think that it's beautiful just the way that if you think back at how humans were able to Uh, talk and communicate with each other and it's like you show up and you've got a whole different you can't even talk to this person how are you going to figure it out i've always thought that was interesting um the only even example i have is just listening to stories of like prisoners that are held hostage or whatever along with people that don't speak and they don't speak the same language but they kind of figure out how to communicate for the most part they figure out their own little language which is like a 50 50 and they just kind of meet and know kind of what to say and it's kind of interesting when i heard that story that was on i believe the rogan podcast i gave him a shout out all day because he's definitely part of the reason why i've done this i feel bad because i don't listen to him very much now that he's jumped over to spotify but i do click in his youtube and give i give all my love right there man if i ever have a chance to just give a hug to joe rogan man i'll probably hug him and then see if he wants to roll because i always love to roll and that fool's og He's been an OG in the game for a long time and nothing but love there, man. Like I said, if I hate on anybody, man, it's just very unfortunate because that would probably be the way that I feel in the moment. But for the most part, I is 100% love, man. I don't hate on nobody. I just think it's bullshit, and I got to call that when it's due. So with that being said, Twitter and the NFTs, um, big thing for Twitter, and what they're going to do is Twitter is speaking and in the works on Twitter NFT verification. So that means no more fronting. It's going to be an end to all that jib jab, all that, oh, I'm going to cut and paste and I'm going to put it over here and then I'm going to look like I got a, you know, board eight yacht club or whatever you got. Well, you got one of the big dogs. See, I don't even have the money to look in that top bracket. So I don't even do my education there. I'm probably a fool for not doing that. People may think that and I might, I may be, but it's out of my range right now. It's out of my ability. It won't be in my foreseeable future anytime soon. So. There's no reason for me to spend my time up in that bracket right now except for trying to understand the dynamics of how it functions, why it functions, and whether or not it'll continue to function is my goal to find out and just understand and that's the reason why I do look into these projects. I couldn't even tell you, you know, outside of a couple how they're even structured or built and it's that's why I'm spending my time. I'm learning, folks. I'm learning. I'm new in the NFT game. I ain't here preaching, but I'm trying to catch everybody up on what I'm doing. Twitter is going to start verifying, jump in your wallet, actually make sure that you own this thing. Boom, put it up there. You'll get a little blue check mark type thing. I'm not sure exactly how they're going to do it because they've only released their little trials. Very interesting. Um, they're going to verify. You better have it, man. Stop fronting now. You know what I mean? Like, even if you had a Lambo, somebody can always go and take a picture of your Lambo and claim it's theirs. It's the same thing. Difference is, now nah, they can verify. That's pretty dope. Um, with that being said, Coinbase has also said that they want to release an NFT project um, at the end of the year, most likely. Um, one million people signed up the first day. Over one million people. That's huge. I think when I signed, I think there was well over two million the last that I checked. And I don't even check. That's just a number that hits me because it's like, oh, two million. That's Coinbase NFT. I don't even think. I think. I saw something, 660,000 or something for OpenSea, which is like the biggest NFT marketplace right now. So the NFTs are just going to probably go through the moon. There's going to be more products. So people, there's so many projects coming out and people just making NFTs and just these crap roadmaps. And I I don't want to speak on it too much because I don't understand the recipe for success, but I do look at it and be like, oh, this kind of boo-boo. I'm starting to understand more of the restructure of boo-boo and you can... You can restructure shit, but it's still shit at the end of the day. And I love life, man. I love life. That's all I can say about that one. NFT, um, Coinbase NFT is going to be big. Once that launches, NFT is going to be on the map, on the map. You're going to have a hell of a lot more owners and is going down. Mainstream, baby, get on board or it'll leave you. Robinhood has also released their, or not released, but released news. So you can get on the waiting list for their crypto wallet. I believe that they have released it to certain individuals that are kind of like a test trial and they're allowing a small number to use it. That's pretty dope. Um, I wasn't selected of course, but I could have just shared it, shared it, shared it and still not been selected. Cause I was like, I was number 1 million or something, 1 million or something. It was crazy, but I didn't jump on it right away. Cause I already have my own crypto wallets and I was like, ah, it's just Robinhood. With that being said, um, Mark Zuckerberg, man, that dude, the owner of Facebook, it's a beautiful thing, and some people hate it. I already see people going against it and say, like, this is the most horrific thing they've ever seen. He has a vision for the metaverse, and he just announced that he's going to be opening 10,000 jobs over the next five years to build his metaverse, and you had. from what I saw, there were little goggle things that you put over your eyes and you're basically no more looking at the phone and you're just gonna evolve into a world that you could barely even imagine and you're just gonna trip out and be able to see everything and look around and oh man, I'm super excited. People are like, Well, what well, this is you know, cringe is the way that I heard it put, and it was like, This is strange to me. I love the way that, you know, things just evolve and it's very interesting to me. But, you know, that's the NFT game and we'll see where that goes. Other than that, you know, I've just been spending a lot of time in the Discord. I des- definitely been trying to like help go- collab product projects and just help people where I can. I think that you know, just learning and socializing and just being in the community and just trying to understand inside and out where people are spending their attention and just what they're looking for. A lot of people just look for the art, but those aren't the you know, a lot of the projects that are really successful aren't the best looking art. That's the simple thing behind it. You got to look at the utility. And now they're coming out with tokens, which can actually, you know, award you every day for owning it. It, It's crazy, but I don't know the legal thing, how the legalization behind that's going to work. They'll have to look into that and how they're going to try to tax it if America's going to allow it. And I don't know none of that, man. I ain't even trying to get caught up in that, but I probably will because I'm not looking at it and I should probably do so. With that being said, the Project URS, um, I jumped into their little, you know, tweet talk thing, tweet space. And it was, it was it was awesome. And in that, they talked about the token usage and how in South Korea and United States is still, you know, on legal, the legal society, like legally, they don't look at it in a good way. And they're probably going to try to get rid of it. So they don't want to spend time on something that's going to become illegal and it'll become a waste of time. So just to be smart for the proje- project, they're avoiding that type of set up and I thought that was interesting it's um in the long term it's probably much better in the short term it might even cost them a little bit of sales because you know people aren't going to jump on right ab- you know immediately because people want these tokens because that's the big thing like crypto kongs or whatever they were called and just the big dogs right now I definitely have some dragons that are supposed to be, derpy dragons or something that are supposed to be getting some gems or something not sure how that's going to work but I figure it out down the line nfts man kind of oh that was a lot that was a lot that was a lot all right so one thing that people have been tripping and just like i had to let cool down because it was a really hot subject but it's fucking crazy to me all right the nfl right man john gruden and his comments i know a lot of people have been blowing me up just wondering on the packers podcast and just uh, particularly packers podcast and just on nipple whiskers and they've just been I got a lot of it about John Gruden. I got probably like 10 messages just about John Gruden's comments. And here's here's what I can tell you about the way I look at it. And I can for people that have been listening to me, my racial background is like I've lived with Klansmen. I have. I've also lived with, you know, my brother, Heart and Soul. And, you know, we ran a crack house. And, you know, Big cuz was gold teeth and... Giant, giant, giant. Um black guy. I mean I had no other way to put it. I'll probably be called racist for putting it that way, but he's my brother, man. That's my, my brother. Me and him ride or die, definitely. Um last I heard right now, he's doing life in prison out here in LA and he he's actually my niece's dad. And it's a it's crazy crazy the way my life had tripped out and uh definitely when it comes to just my family and people around me and my nieces and nephews, the people closest to me, they're not. I think that the white people closest to me are definitely my family. Other than that, I think I probably have like three in my phone book and I love people of all shades and colors and everything. So when it comes to that, y'all can miss me with being racist. But what I do see, I see straight as fuck and not, not to say I'm always right, but I, I have no problem speaking out like with the John Gruden comments. I feel very bad for, everybody affected and you know people are very um looking when you're offended by something and i've spoken this before many times being offended is a choice you know i mean being offended is a choice until it's like physical contact or something physical i mean people using words against you or something that's that's just a choice if somebody's not limiting you in your life and somebody just feels a certain way and just saying some but i'm from the sticks and stones that's how i was growing my dad always grew you know we grew up house full of guys. Once my mom left and my sisters were gone, it was just the boys. So we grew up somebody talking about you, it don't matter. But as soon as somebody comes and like puts their hands on you, boy, you better not lose that fight. You know what I mean? It's on and cracking. So we definitely spent a lot of time in martial arts, MMA, karate, like our entire life. We 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 get down. We like to fight. We enjoy the fight. Um I miss the tournaments, man. I miss having just, you know, hundreds of people just sitting around just watching you just fill the fill the stadiums. You know what I mean? And people just watching you just judges and just scoring and then you jump into like mma and just being in the gym for hours and just sweating with one another and just rolling and just that's life man life is about just learning with each other and just rolling and not even trying to hurt each other and just going with just improving one another without injury and i think that's what we should do basically every day is it should be trying to improve one another but with that said this is what i got the question for the nfl this is this is a big one, and I am hoping that maybe maybe y'all can answer it. And because I am white, I am gonna probably be called racist for this, but I am gonna take it. I am gonna take it that one on the chin because uh, I don't think there is too much argument for this one. So, John Gruden had to step down basically because you know everybody in society was basically on him and for his racist comments, from what I was told. I was always thinking he was dropping the M bomb or dropping something. You know what I mean? Dropping like a real derogatory term, which I mean. Like I said, offenses, whatever. I mean, if you believe that you can use a word that another person can't because of the color of the skin, I believe that's that's racism as a whole. Um, in the NFT community, I saw, I actually commented on a post today. I believe my comment was a move because I didn't get one like or one comment. So I'm 99.99999% sure somebody removed it. And it was a woman saying, I, I am bullish in purchasing strong women ran or led nfts and i just put isn't that sexual discrimination and it was just like no response no no anything no reply no nothing it's like huh very interesting i thought that was the same case when biden chose his um assistant uh, vice president and he said i'm just i'm gonna pick a woman of color and it's like why don't so everybody like if a white guy's you're anybody, even any guy is just a better suitor for that position. Like you're not going to pick them because you want a woman and a woman of color. So now a white woman is discriminated against. Like, is this fucking crazy, man? Like, it's not fair. It's not when you look at it that way, it's like, what the hell, how do you argue it? And when I go to that, John Gruden's comments, I believe he called Roger Goodell a faggot and clueless anti-football pussy. I'm not, you know, word for word, verbatim, but I'm pretty sure he said something along those lines. With that being said, he said that... Before I jump to that part, because I want to leave that to the end. The racial part was Demarcus Smith. He said that his lips were the size of Michelin tires. Now, before, you know, I didn't know who this guy was, so... First thing I do, I Google his name. I look at this dude's picture. I shit you, not 25% of his picture is his lips. And this is not fucking being racist. This is coming from a white person. When I look in the damn mirror every day, my lips take up like 10%. Man, I ain't even going to lie. I'm lucky to call it 10. I got some bird lips, man. Y'all can call me racist to my own shit. I ain't lying, man. I got some little ass lips. Peep the game, man. This motherfucker got some big-ass lips. I ain't even gonna lie. You ain't call me racist, man. I looked at a picture. Compared to mine, his lip is big as fuck. You can call me racist. It ain't got nothing to do with his race. He can be any type of motherfucking color. When I look at his lip and that shit cast a shadow, you got a big-ass lip. My lip can't cast a shadow if I wanted to. I could poke it out all motherfucking day unless that fucking... Lights inside my mouth. My lip is not casting a damn shadow. I got bird lips. You know what I mean? It's just something that I got in life. And guess what? That motherfucker has a big ass set of lips. Now, is it nice to say motherfucker got lips the size of Michelin tires? It's not a nice thing to say. Is that racist? What the fuck, man? The motherfucker got some big ass lips. What do you want him to say? Now... The thing that the motherfucker has not done is he hasn't fucking lied. I don't know if Roger Goodell is a faggot in, you know, his terminology or whatever the fuck you want to call it. I don't know if he's a homosexual. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about, but I can't tell you. When it comes to a clueless anti-football pussy, um, I can tell you where he's coming from because Roger Goodell has changed the game. Definitely. There's no more contact. There's no more hitting. Like he's definitely made it a soft ass game and it's not football that football was for sure. So, you know, coming from a long timer, I understand that point of view. Just calling him soft. He just used some harsh ass words, harsh ass words work. You know what I mean? That's what the fuck people do, man, especially in the football game. And these motherfuckers yelling some bullshit at him all day, man, especially them coaches. They used to call me maggot back in like peewee. You know, what I mean? they used to call me all types of crazy shit, man. Like, what the fuck? With that being said, what he did say since I'm saying like Goodell, don't lie. Goodell was out here. I'm not saying this motherfucker, not he don't lie, but I'm saying everything that he said, that motherfucker has some big-ass lips. Like, that shit is true. Goodell, I don't know about, you know, his sexuality. I I don't know. I really don't know. He's a funny-looking individual, if you ask me, but I'm not judging, motherfucker. I don't care what the hell. He's that full ballin'. He's on another... He is successful. Who the hell am I to judge? I, I wish I was on his level. John Gruden said, Goodell pressured... G- jeff fisher to draft queers and that's what you know that that one offended some people who just because of the terminology but i know exactly what the hell he's talking about and i felt the same way when he drafted him i don't remember the guy's name it was sam something or something but he was drafted by the rams and i remember when the rams drafted him he drafted him on like the 247th pick or some bullshit like super far down And the dude made headlines. I mean, this dude was all over the papers. that He was the first gay guy in the NFL, like openly gay. And I think it happened on draft night or something crazy. Maybe that was a no. I don't know. But it was like, I remember just seeing it, and I was like, this dude ain't even going to make a roster. I mean, I think he played some preseason, but he didn't even make a roster during the regular season. I think he made the preseason and was cut. Never made another paper that I ever saw. Who the hell knows what happened to him, but it was definitely – For John Gruden to say that, that, you know, Roger Goodell pressured Jeff Fisher to draft that guy, I think that that should be looked into much further and be questioned. I think that that's what we should really be questioning. What the hell are you talking about? Like, what's Roger Goodell pressuring people? Because I definitely knew, knew it was a publicity stunt. I've been telling people that from day one. The only reason they draft him is for the publicity. Did the Rams need publicity? Hell, yeah, they could definitely use it at that point. So Gruden has to step down. Gruden is gone. He wasn't fired from the NFL, but he was definitely um, outcast. You know what I mean? He definitely was, you know, shown the door, and he chose to walk through it. You know what I mean? Within the same breath, they just signed Snoop Dogg to perform at the Super Bowl. Y'all hear that? Y'all hear that? That was a a sigh of just like, what the hell are y'all talking about? They're they're talking about their image and what they don't want to portray. Like, how does anybody say that, you know, there's no space for John Gruden to even be on the field, but we're going to let Snoop Dogg get on the field after this dude literally went out there and said 187 on a motherfucking cop, like was telling people to murder police. Like, this dude said somebody had big lips, and you guys are like, oh, my God, this is 11 years ago, and this is, oh, my God, he's got to step down. Oh, this is outrageous. This is crazy. Who, what, uh, what what rock have you been hiding under? Look, this is Snoop Dogg. This dude done killed somebody, which, you know, self-defense. Hey, I'm all for that. Keep yours on you. If somebody runs at you and they got a gun, you got a gun. You better lay them down. I got nothing wrong with that, 100%. Hands up. I get it, man. But that's no excuse for the shit that this fool done said we can going to bring it back seven years ago, and I'm just going to take the quotes. I know this was for the Clippers owner after he said some stuff, but let's, let's just bring it back. You bitch-ass, redneck, white bread, chicken shit motherfucker. Y'all heard that? You bitch-ass, redneck, white bread, chicken shit motherfucker. This is what this fool said on social media, all over the news, like just in public. He said that. If that ain't racist, man, I don't know what the fuck y'all talking about, bro. This is some fucking stupid shit. Like just for anybody to be even on that level, like we were listening to it um, two years ago, he got pulled over by a police officer. His driver got pulled over. He was in the back, and this fucking guy, man, Snoop Dogg said, "Motherfucker ain't from America. Want to pull you over?" And blah 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 about you know the something about the police, and then your registration and paperwork ain't together, motherfucker. Slushy machines broken, motherfucker. Let's guess what ethnicity he was. Let's be honest. You know what I mean? We don't even have to question whether or not, you know, this motherfucker's racist, and I ain't anybody to call his, call the motherfucking kettle black or anything. I, ain't, I don't give a damn what it is. But if we're talking about image, there's no justifying that, NFL. I'm going to tag the shit out of you in some tweets, and you're going to have to come up with a response and explain to me why that's happening, unless it has something to do with you just signed Jay-Z and he's a motherfucking hip hop guy and he's trying to bring hip hop onto this stage and you a damn sellout and you ain't worried about the damn image. You worried about the you know, the you're not worried about the image you're putting off, you're worried about the image you're portrayed in. And this is this is bullshit and there is no excuse for that. That was bull. Um shit, I don't mind saying it. Ain't nobody else saying it, but I can sit here and say that shit all day, man. I guarantee you this motherfucker loved Obama and I guarantee you that motherfucker loved Trump. Um I know he was rooting for uh, Woodley, I know he was rooting for Tyrone Woodley against the Dave Darren Till thing, and you know what I mean. It was like, what the hell? Like he's always he ain't rooting for the white guy. You show me a scenario, I, I bet you he voted for. He wanted De, uh, Deontay Wilder to win. I bet you. Uh, it's just a guess. I didn't really check, but uh, I bet you. And it's just we don't have to. You know, you don't have to avoid it. This shit is straight race, racism. You know what I mean? Especially if you believe that you can say a word that somebody else can't say because of the color that they were born, that's racist. That is racist as shit. And that's all, you know, my background is a lot of shit, a lot of racism. I grew up around it. I don't practice it. And I hate all y'all equal. You know what I mean? That's how that goes. But... That's Bob Dog. I am going to be checking out on that note because I have given you all enough time for this scenario and I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Y'all go ahead and hit me with the messages. Um, I know some people are going to love me like, oh my God, you finally said it. And some people are going to hate me, but either way, hit me with them both. I love it all and I hate it all. So I really don't give a damn, but I will listen and I like to know what y'all think is. So this is Bob Dog, and I am checking out of this bitch. Um, love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Check me online, man. Subscribe. Hit me when you're you know wherever you get your podcast link up man um definitely you know what i mean i'm up on twitter hit me on the twitter you already know nipple whiskers podcast definitely doing my thing in the nft game on there i'm gonna hit up nfl see what they talk about see what they can answer with definitely get some heat on that end but it's all love end of the day coming from me man i just gotta question some things because some people do scared to question shit and uh y'all could read the bible man say question all things not that i practice the bible much but i've read a lot you know what i mean i do listen um so holla at your boy bob dog checking out love y'all i'm out the time has come you've been listening to the nipple whiskers podcast with your host bob dog he doesn't like you either Follow us on social media, subscribe on YouTube, and visit nipplewhiskerspodcast.com for exclusive offers and information on upcoming episodes. This podcast will now self destruct in three, two, one.